0: This is frank Skinner. frank
1: Skinner This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Zoe Lyons is here this morning. Text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via Frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. What are you giggling at, (laughs) Emily D? Zoe
2: and I are being naughty in the back of the car. I know, it's you two together. I'm going
1: to knock your heads together. (laughs) Probably can't do that anymore.
2: Can I just kick off briefly with something? Because this doesn't often happen to anyone ever, which is someone getting in touch to say, started re-watching Merlin after hearing you on the show. This is Lisa. Do you want to know her verdict? She, she's an avid reader, by the way.
1: It's on demand, I notice, at the moment. The whole Not in my house. <laughs> five series. No,
2: mine. Sorry, Frank. Um, Lisa says, superb. Hey. Oh. Great review. Well, just for some... I don't know. Uh, I don't know if this perhaps explains things more. I'm a Tenth Doctor fan.
1: Oh, OK. Mm.
2: So it's one of your lot. Yeah. And nothing could live up to my David Tennant, but Colin Morgan comes a close second. Thanks for... Again, not something you hear that often, reawakening my Merlin passion. Wow.
1: Fantastic. Okay, that
3: sounds like an amazing euphemism. It, people are mocking about it from the outside,
1: but once you get inside, it's like the heroin community. You know, from the outside looks pretty bad, but once you know, you're making friends there. You know the places.
3: How old is Merlin? I'm I'm completely. I don't
1: know what you're talking about. Merlin is. It's a TV show that was a sort of Saturday. We know that Saturday tea time slot for people and younger people, uh, and uh, and me.
2: Yeah. And it was... Uh, <laughs> On Channel 5. Which is
1: very funny. On Channel 5? Was it something like that? Oh, yeah. no, no, it was it BBC was. One. Are, Are you really sure about? Are you sure it yeah, was? I'm absolutely okay. sure. OK. And it has um, Richard Wilson as Keys, which is like the advisor to the young Merlin.
3: Oh, so it's a young Merlin. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: um, this is Colin Morgan. It's young, handsome Merlin. Before, oh, young, uh, but
3: so he still got a sort of slightly tighter sleeve at that point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so he's got the tight <laughs> sleeve, <laughs> and um, he hasn't gone for the chiffon-free wimple, which he oh. wears in later life. Well, they, he, they, he they, does in the, very,
2: the oh, wizard always goes for the forgiving tunic later in life. Oh, well, line. I think
1: that's for sleight <laughs> of hand, isn't it? Because Gandalf also has a. He a likes big, flares, but not yeah. on his legs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he goes for the uh, yeah. We we know it's they're, they're very handy those muums. Mm, a what, muum. What's, oh. what's a mu What's a
1: A flared sleeve.
2: Over to Zoe. It's like a flared sleeve. Yeah, it's
3: sort of a tunicky type flared. Caftan, yeah, a caftan. Oh, I love a caftan. Do you? Do you know what? This is a weird thing about me. I have a sort of secret. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> crush on sort of 70 style men in caftans.
2: Oh, Demis Roussos. Demis Roussos
3: is my absolute go to guy. We <laughs> will be for something about a caftan and a cowboy boot combo that
1: just really sets me off i don't like the way the the, the fringes of the caftan sit on the top of the cowboy boot <laughs> no you constantly pulling it out constantly adjusting oh i
2: don't like a cowboy boot with no no purchase on anything. Uh, I Do you what understand you what I'm saying? I don't yeah. like it floating. The idea of a man lifting up his caftan, and there's just these little booties. It's, 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 <laughs> it's
1: the uh, it's the hump the humped top of the cowboy boot against bare leg. Oh,
2: bare leg. Oh, I hate yeah.
1: it. I was uh, I, when I used to. Uh, do a show called Room 101 in the old days <laughs> on television and Charles Dance in fact, even though I always say my A's like sand and glass when I say Charles Dance I feel I ought to say Charles Dance, Dance.
0: <laughs> and he
1: had jeans on and he sat and as, as the show progressed the jeans steadily <laughs> rise up his leg and I thought when will this cowboy boot <laughs> end <laughs> Are
0: they like,
1: is it like cowboy boot trousers waders <laughs> is for is when you're cow- Wading on on the prairie.
2: Charles Dance was wearing cowboy boots. Oh, yeah, he's
1: he's very uh, cowboy boots,
2: possibly. Oh yes, the, the Poshans love uh, a cowboy. I think he
1: swims at the Hampstead Leader on a regular basis. In uh, his cowboy boots, Charles Dance. I think he takes them <laughs> off for that. Uh, puts some next to his stetson.
2: Yeah, no, but you know the Poshans—they'd probably keep them on. <laughs> oh, load of stuff, stuff and nonsense. Keep, keep them on. Keep them <laughs> for you. Keeps the legs dying. He's it's, uh, it's, it's
1: my kind of Posh bloke, Charles Dance, because mm. he was—you uh, know—he plays banjo and stuff like that. Oh, does he? Yeah. He said lovely a friend. For
2: you. Why didn't you cultivate that friendship? Because I am um,
1: frightened of him.
2: frank Skinner on Absolute radio. Oh, what's popped up on my screen? I don't like that. Do you ever get that? You get a pop-up with all the weather and all the various bits. I don't like that. I don't I don't want to know. No, I get
1: sports where do you I'm always getting sportswear? That I, why? Why
2: me? What sort of sportswear then? What you lessons? know, um, sort of under the scene, behind the scenes. People in, you know, know, you know tracksuits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sometimes I get an all-in-one swimsuit Do you advert. Um, I must. I don't remember buying any. I mean, I go <laughs> on football websites, and maybe they, that
3: makes. Yeah. yeah, I get bombarded with adverts for um, terry towelling shorts. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't have done oh. that incontinent edging for a show. But you know, <laughs> you know, it was from the heart, mostly. Well, um, <laughs> it
1: was
2: certainly very warming. It was very <laughs> warming. Not a dry seat in the house. Um, <laughs> Frank, gets the, um, Frank gets bombarded with the walk in baths. <laughs> Oh, ads. Yes. viral ads because that's what he likes to Google late at night. He likes do the they ladies have the, in those. The door on the side
3: of a bar. They, they do. It's, I don't. I wouldn't trust the seal on that. I've got a Wild West one. It's got swinging doors <laughs> on my walking. A saloon
1: You wouldn't trust the seal. No,
3: no. Mm, okay. On a door. Mm. On a I don't you, know, you
1: don't have to have it with the seal.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this ball hanging on his nose. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, oh. no, but, Has any um, seal ever balanced the ball on its nose, ever, as I mean. Not in the
3: wild, I don't think. No, I don't well, think it's we don't sort of... know that.
1: I remember an elephant escaped from Dodley Zoo in the West Midlands and they said in the paper <laughs> that it is, it's an escape using circus skills. <laughs> I I'd like a bit more detail <laughs> like on a this. A
3: tiny
2: bicycle, just <laughs> wearing a little tutu. Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. It flew. Its ears suddenly opened up and it flew. Do they not
2: wear the tutu anymore? No. Is it not allowed? No. You
1: don't see elephants in circuses anymore. No. Uh, no. Oh, it's a shame. Well, I think um, we. I think the general uh, feel that it's a good thing.
2: I know. Oh. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there By the
2: way, I heard, can I tell you uh, something? Can i can tell I what will... I
1: imagined it doing. On. Walking on a small ball. You know when they used to oh, walk yes. on a
2: ball? But why would that help you escape? They would also pose the elephant on a little, almost a tiny plinth. Yes, that was hmm. very In a sort small. of lady posing for a lad mag in the 90s way. Yes. yes. It's a contrapposto pose. They Both hands in. and
1: feet very... Uh,
2: Hands! hands. You were, sorry. <laughs> hands. I'm
1: harking back to a, a, an expression I can't explain from my youth, ah. which was hands and feet in a quart jug. Ah, but, yes. um, it was like that, all very, the limbs all closed hmm. on. Anyway, it was cruel, and it doesn't happen anymore. Let's make that clear. And it's a good thing we'd all agree.
2: Can I tell you both? Something? Will you agree? Okay, <laughs> agree, agree, We Absolutely agree. Okay. Can we discuss the uh, Faye who works? with
1: us on the show Yes, Faye's <laughs> the assistant producer who we sometimes tease about being a bit posh I'll be honest no. with you we have teased her about being a bit posh um, and she takes it well um, with the confidence of the posh I yeah. might say <laughs> She gets her staff to deal with it. It's a bit of a exactly. Charles dance. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We we'll get some. We we'll get some lovely uh, Smythson note paper <laughs> saying, uh, re your remarks on the show," Bob. with the address crossed out in the corner. Um, but we'll come to what Fay said this morning in a minute. But um, if you'd like to slip into a top hat and uh, monocle, or maybe, a, or a ball gown during this break, I
2: would do it for preparation. <laughs> You left us, um, on something, Well, there was a bit of a teaser, re-Faye. Yes, well, um,
1: we love Faye, don't get me wrong, she's great, and, um, and I like posh people, when I lived in Birmingham I thought posh people were a foreign species, and when you meet, I came to London and met some... Mm. Then you realise they're just, they're just like working class people. There's nice and there's not so nice. Um, but Faye's one of the nice ones. And she told a story about one of her friends. At first I thought she said he'd disappeared for two years. And I thought, oh, one of her Faye's friends has done a coup in an East African country or something. But
2: it is quite a posh person to disappear. A girl, I told you that about that girl at um, InStyle Magazine and she said it was terrible. My uncle, no one's seen him. We think he was got by a bear.
0: Right. <laughs> (laughs)
1: Yes, oh dear. Sorry, back over to Frank in the studio. So, um, well, I think you should tell this story because it was it was said to you directly, Emily.
2: (laughs) Yes, for some reason she thought I'd be a receptive audience. Yeah, I think she sees
1: you as my interpreter
2: (laughs) in these matters. I've seen the classes. I straddled (laughs) the classes, (laughs) like
1: when you explained to me um, that thing about having your address on the top of the of the postcard.
2: (laughs) I was telling Frank about how when posh people. Cross through, you know, on letterhead mm. when you get a card, yeah. You get it, and they would cross through their name. And I said, "Oh, it's always and address, and address. address." You know, when it's printed at the top of the okay. card. Okay. And I said, you know, it's that manners thing, like when you know you cross through your name on the card. and Frank said, "What?" You look bemused. Yeah, I'm looking bemused. I don't understand. So
1: people, you get, you get like, headed notepaper or headed postcards. And they cross out the name and address. There's
2: one Why line Why would you do it? it? So well,
1: I assumed that they'd moved and they didn't <laughs> yes. want to waste their headed
3: stationery. In my mind, I'm assuming we just don't want any return mail. Oh, no. OK.
2: OK, incorrect. OK. It's a manners thing. It's a way of saying, um, so for example, members of the, uh, the aristocracy and the royalty do it. So Diana would famously do it, Princess Diana, that she would cross through Diana and Kensington Palace. It's a way of saying, you're my friend and let's dispense with these formalities. Oh, wow. Mm. How, how,
3: that's
2: like, how would you know that? Yeah,
3: well, I didn't Secret know it. Secret language <laughs> of, the, of the posh. <clears throat> so, so what it? So I'm going to put, go to the effort of having these printed off with my name and address on, yeah. which is. i will get someone know, to do that for get you. Someone yeah. to do that nice little embossing, and then cross it off and go. But we'll no, no,
1: but if, that, if, if you're writing to someone who you're not signed to say yes. we are friends, then you don't cross it off. That's the idea. It's a bit like a to and vu in oh, French. Very two, good explanation. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. thank you.
2: Anyway, Faye. Was saying, quite
1: oh, a partial uh, analogy <laughs> that was very good
3: Frank I was very impressed
2: with that welcome um, <laughs> Faye was saying this morning oh do you know this friend do you know she didn't say do you know but she might as <laughs> <marches laughs> well um, as she took the cigarette holder <laughs> out of her lips yes. <laughs> do you know I think
1: she began I say <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I say
2: friend of mine.
3: <laughs> but they side so traditional <laughs>
2: hmm? um, I know but I feel I can, you know, I can, I exactly, it's correct and proper that I tell this story, I suppose, in some ways. But uh, yeah, Faye said, Oh, this friend of mine, I th- he totally disappeared. We didn't know where he was. For two weeks. For two weeks, and we're all thinking, Where is he? Turns out. He won two Commonwealth gold medals in the fencing.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and we all—the fact that it was in fencing, fencing made it so perfect. Yeah,
0: that's
3: lovely, lovely. It reminded me. <laughs> oh, of oh no, when, she
2: followed Frank by saying, "One individual, one team."
3: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: I was. Uh, we- well, I was a student, <laughs> and I—I um, um, I was still living at home. This is Birmingham Polytechnic. And I got up one morning and there was a terrible note that just said, John Lennon shot outside his flat in New York and then underneath, dead, underlined. So mm. I thought, I was really shocked and upset. Mm. So I thought, I'm not going to, I'm just going to go and get drunk. Mm. So I went to the pub and this guy came in who was a strange bloke, much older than most of the people that went in the pub, a Scottish guy, and he said... Uh, why are you in here on a weekday? And I said, um, one of my heroes has died today. He said, ah, and do you know? I said, one of my heroes died. And he said, ah, and do you know he was one of the five best fencers in Europe? <laughs> I said, was he? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. And it turned out that he was talking about... Um, the famous British fascist Oswald Mosley, oh, who had died, my. who accepted me describing as one of my, my heroes. heroes. <laughs> so that was uh, John Lennon. Was, I did, did not fence, as as far as uh, I know.
0: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: Frank, oh. you you sort of seem to have inspired an impromptu text to him. Okay. Corinne Foster. Has kicked it off. On the subject of posh friends... Yes. Corinne says, my son had a schoolmate whose father bought him a herd of cows for his 18th birthday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then she says in
2: parenthesis, their farm was near Henley. Oh, <laughs> of course it was. Of course. <laughs> How would you wrap that?
1: What constitutes a herd?
3: Oh, Anything more than three, I would say. OK, fair enough. I'm just say. plucking numbers out of No, the but that air, was though. good.
1: That reminds me when a bloke told me, a driver told me he was starting his own... Um, Firm, mm, yeah. And uh, he said, "I've got some getting some cars." And I said, uh, "What constitutes a fleet?" Mm. And he said, five oh. I mean, just immediately, like <laughs> yeah. it was an absolute set in stone number. That's,
3: yeah, because yeah. <laughs> uh, two's a pair and three's a herd, isn't it? Oh, a yeah. Bingo caller.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlie She. <laughs>
0: oh,
2: aye. Oh, that's a throwback. How's oh. yeah. he getting on these days? Frank. No, I don't know.
1: He's keeping a low profile, as Quasimodo used to say. <laughs>
2: you so,
3: see some very pretty cows? Can I go back to the cows? Because I'm quite Cheryl. into cows. I'm, I'm a little bit scared of cows. I don't know about you. I can't to- trust tongs, a cow. The tongues trouble me. The tongues are quite a thing, I, aren't they? Um,
1: I've do quite a lot of walking holidays mm. and cows i don't mind but some farmers still in a field with a public footpath will keep bulls
2: yes i've had that and that can be genuinely very farming. anger management why do we just tolerate bulls anger i mean mm. why don't people sort of say, you know get, sort them out and give them some well, sort of think, training yeah i think
1: in spain they mm. they uh, uh, <laughs> they're stricter no
2: i don't mean in that sense i mean no. with love you know love mm. and boundaries yeah because they they can't go around behaving like this. I oh,
3: know. Um...
2: Hooligans. Hooligans.
3: But I went to Austria. Can I just say, I went to Austria a few months ago and it was springtime in Austria. Uh, this sounds the <laughs> beginning of a song. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And we were up the mountains, as you are, and they put the cows out to sort of, what, pasture? Oh, yeah. Pasture, pasture, pa- eat the grass. graze. yeah. Can yeah. I just say, the prettiest cows you'll ever see in the... Like it, they were bizarrely attractive mm. beautiful eyes and and bejeweled as well they've each got their own little bells on well, all engraved I remember
1: just... standing on a hillside talking to Richard Iowadi and we couldn't hear each other because of the volume of the mm. cowbells oh. from an adjacent herd mm. not something that happens every day no mm. yes beautiful cows
3: beautiful cows oh, lovely. just stunning
1: <laughs> hmm. I wonder where they are now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Hey. Oh. Hey. Anyway, Ultra Magnus is also uh, just one. He's one of our regulars, he mm. Just FYI, we're walk in bath, Zoe, the door opens inwards, so the more water in the bath, the more pressure holding the door closed and making the seal tighter. Finally, a use for my engineering degree. How do you oh. get in though? How do you get in? You have to open the door. Then what?
3: So you have to sit in the. Ba- you have to get in,
1: close the door, well, like you're, you're in a weird sort while
3: you're of. In while you're in it. Well, you're like, in like you're sort of um. Like my, sort of Soft top car in your bathroom.
1: I've always imagined that it operates like a lock on a canal. So half the bath that you're sitting in fills up, and then when the door closes, you can let the water go through.
3: (laughs) That seems a bit complicated. If
1: I had a walking bath, I'd have all that sort of uh, long boat.
3: Oh <laughs> yes,
1: you know stuff made out of rope.
2: Yeah, and that painted very
1: thick, painted flowers and yeah. stuff. That's How what I feel to. about
2: living on a. A boat, a houseboat? Well, I knew a guy
1: who lived on a houseboat and I went to visit him and it was everything was damp, everything you picked up, oh, He was yeah. damp, his clothes were damp. Did were you stop. on the
3: outside of the boat, Frank, or was this in the inside? No, no, no this was boat. on the inside, okay. but the
1: water had forgotten, the water had discovered osmosis <laughs> <No problem>. <laughs> recently. <laughs> and everything, when you, like, if give you a cup of tea, the cup was a bit damp uh, on you. Oh, really? Yes. No. But I, yeah. there's something, I um, I, I see the appeal of it, certainly, but I imagine drunken youths at night, yeah, trying would, to get on your boat, would throw bits of concrete off bridges and stuff at, at the mm. boat, break yeah, some I of your, I don't want uh, that, I don't yeah, want that, break some of your enamelled
3: pots. I like foundations. Do you really? Yeah.
1: Which? You, what's your favourite foundation? Just
3: it's something well bored you know. Oh, just I thought it was a charity statement. <laughs> 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 Skinner.
1: Absolute Radio. I heard from Anna Wright. Who's Anna Wright? Well, Anna Wright um, is a bookkeeper. Oh, right, not as in librarian, as in. Ledger, You know, those ledger books you used to have, they always had very big elastic bands sort of on the cover. I don't know quite why. But anyway, she has sent me a gift. She said, I am a bookkeeper and rustle through hundreds of invoices a week. I'm like, this is very John Dice versus John Dice, the way it's going. Uh, And wouldn't be able to do my job without my trusty rubber thimble. Oh, so remember th- them. So I thought I'd send you one. Brand new, of course. It's a game changer when you're rifling through papers. <laughs> or even pound, pound notes while cashing up in the office. I don't know when this wow. letter was posted. Wow, did she do it
2: by
3: candlelight? <laughs> it's
2: pound notes.
1: <laughs> they are still alive and well and, and a valuable... Ad- now, this I like. Oh, yeah. This is of the mm. rubber thimble. And I think that the rubber <laughs> thimble sellers should use this on their <laughs> posters. I've never seen a post their advertising <laughs> rubber thimbles but maybe so you get like the uh, coca-cola advert with Kate moss mm. it goes off and then an advert for rubber thimbles <laughs> with a big thimble on it and then it says quoting anna they are still alive and well and a valuable addition to the pencil case oh. <laughs> can
3: i see your thimble there frank that you is can. massive it's
2: what? That's bigger than I thought it was going to be. It's a longer symbol. So thimble. it's a longer symbol. Again, it's for
1: wading. I'm
2: glad we can't just have one picking... end of this comb. This is like confessions of a bookkeeper. It's Can for, I see your film? It's fact? for
1: counting uh, <laughs> counting documents I
2: found on shipwrecks. It's particularly <laughs> long. Don't take this the wrong way. Um, but it really suits you. Mm. <laughs> you yeah, thank you, you're a good thimble wearer. What well, if I
1: wear it all the time? You'd probably find it's, it. There is good to get a bit of purchase on uh, on things.
2: I quite like mm. it on yeah. you. It suits you. By the
1: way. Um, Anna goes on the odd time I've got to work and forgot to put it in my work bag. This is uh, what she—the co- pencil case. Mm. I've had a mini meltdown. Oh, <laughs> sad but true. We all have our little things. I know you too favour the pencil case. Well, that is most it's, certainly yeah. true. It's
2: definitely the first uh, thimble <laughs> I've ever seen in a forest green. Colour
3: because I was all in i yeah. I'm, sort of I'm thinking it as <laughs> racing green. Racing green. <laughs> Speeding through your accounts with your racing green thimble. Can I just give you
1: the last line of this? And this really, <laughs> this should be from signed Bob Cratchit. Yeah. It says, anyway, best get back to work in case the boss catches oh. me writing to you. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, man.
3: Scratching away in pencil
1: under the desk. Yes. Anna, yeah. Anna, right. I love the. Um,
3: the racing green the thimble. thimble. Can I just? I don't mean. You don't seem to be filling the thimble. It just no. seems a bit soggy at the end. Again,
2: Zoe. No. <laughs> just be careful about if how the sounds. I
1: look, I'm a Catholic. I have to work out too. Uh, oh, for heaven's <laughs> sake! Anyway, it's maybe on the little finger. Yeah,
3: that's that looks better. That fits but better. I, I
1: can't imagine me counting invoices with my little oh, finger.
2: Can't imagine you counting invoices. <laughs> no, with your exactly. PA who does that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like, so this pound note, though, she refers to it very confidently. Yeah, that. I mean, mm. I don't know. As what if that's it's legal about. tender. I appreciate. I know. I've said it without a Scottish accent. That's normally the only time you ever hear that <laughs> phrase being used. <laughs> but it is. That's interesting. Mm, one yeah, pause. I, Am I, I remembering think... this right? Did you used to get a little
3: sponge that you wet yes. that you wet yes. your finger in? Yes. <laughs> so that you could rifle through.
2: Yes. In, in a wet. bank. Yeah, a little. sponge. I'll tell you something else as well. It always made me want to work in a bank because I'd see them with the thimble and I think, imagine, that was your domain. You had the domain of the sponge cake in the corner.
1: Licking was a lot more popular then because stamps now come on a thing where they're already glued. You used to have to lick your stamps. But I tell you, I used to see tradesmen like the butcher... Mm. If the butcher was totting up your total of meat that you'd bought, oh. you used to get the pencil from behind the ear mm-hmm. yeah. and lick the pencil before mm. writing. Oh, what was it...
2: that? For? To make the to lead d- more?
3: give it a more defining line. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, but just, just darken up the line. What and line, also, yeah.
3: An people
1: reading a book, licking, yeah, a, licking, page, licking yeah. a finger before turning a page. But what ab- I what wonder... happened to
3: licking? But I wonder if you did have one of those little finger baths, whether you shared it or whether you had your own finger bath. I don't know. I mean, I, I used to freak out with the Veruca pool at the school, at the, at the pool, so the finger bath. You know. Well, as I've got older, I've got a walk-in finger bath.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had to walk. You know, when you know you do your two fingers, walking like a <laughs> pair of legs, I have to do that. This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Zoe Lyons. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at frankontheradio, email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Yes, so have we heard from the outside world? We
2: have. We've heard 937 says, hi Frank and girls. Oh, I like that. Mm.
1: Oh. Franken girl Frank sounds like Girls. some sort of yeah, some monster that's got some female bits and some male bits. <laughs>
2: wow! Well, did, well, did
1: did the idea that Doctor Frankenstein stuck exclusively to males for his um, parts? I don't oh,
2: know. I don't what, know about his oh. business. I don't,
1: I've read it. It's never established that. I think they, they find that our body. Mm. I think the body's male, but I think there's a bit of patching up done.
2: Well, less worrying about that. Okay. More <laughs> finding your monsters. Some shirt.
1: Why now? That's it. No I mean, shirt was do found. Do you know
2: Frank has pointed? No shirt was found. <laughs> no. <laughs> Frank has pointed out. I think you were in a hotel room. That was one of the. Uh, you were in a hotel once. And I they arrived at it. a
1: hotel um, after a gig, and it was it was late. Mm-hmm. It was about one o'clock, and. Uh, Reception was all locked. I hadn't checked in because so I'd just gone into town on the gig. Reception right. was locked up with the shutters down.
3: Oh no! And I thought, oh really?
1: This sounds like a classy establishment already yeah, exactly.
3: if the shutters are down.
1: And I thought, I don't want. It. This was in Madame, the days when I couldn't really stay in nice hotels. So oh. I thought, where am I going to sleep if there's no? So I there was a bell for service. So I rang that, and I heard movement behind the shutters. And the, and then the door went up, and it was a bloke who was in a suit but with no shirt or anything under the jacket, <laughs> like the Frankenstein monster from films.
3: What? What a weird look! Oh, that's freaky. Yeah, yeah. I think I think
1: maybe the Boris Karloff had, had some sort of a singlet. I can't remember. But I <laughs> it <think> became
2: <laughs> adopted by the PR in the 90s where they'd wear just a small singlet underneath mm. the suit jacket. The PR? Yes, people working, in p- the male PR. Oh, OK. okay. But I just find, I think it was very cruel to Frankenstein because if either, you know, pick a lane, is he a suit wearer or is he in leisure wear?
1: Yes, exactly. Okay. And, of course,
3: he wears, he's barefoot.
2: Um, I would imagine he'd go for a tracky bum but with Come a
3: more a formal franken. jacket. Well, I think
1: he's barefoot in the book and then from somewhere he's got these sort of deep-sea <laughs> diving <laughs> boots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a, this is a, this is yeah. a creature a relearning type. walking. Maybe don't make it as difficult. You know, boxers used to train in
3: really heavy boots so yeah. they felt
1: light on their feet after.
3: I'd have gone for a flip-flop.
1: You know, Not if you're Because you don't want to show your stitches. <laughs>
2: No, but you know that's the thing is that he hasn't got the time to get put a shirt on, but he's got the time to do the black nail polish. Yeah, mm. get your priorities right, Frankenstein monster. What about
1: when I got that woman from the makeup department of a show? I was with? I was going to a Halloween party. I was doing Frankenstein. She made me some bolts and gave me some green paint. I said, "Do you think I need one of those false heads?" She said, "No." One awful. look at my head.
2: She should. W- she should have said yes. Just no. Like she her. just. She just went. No, no. I mean,
1: why? You've already got it, mate. Anyway. Anyway, that's- How did we get to that? We
2: got there from girls. Oh yes. Oh. Oh. Oh.
1: Emily's going to sneeze. She did Oh, that was the sneeze. most
3: gentle sneeze in the whole world, Emily. That was, mm. that was so That was almost internal. You sort of sucked that in. That wow. Was so well done. That was a pro. Yeah. Absolute What's great pro. is
1: when it happened, that the headphones slightly moved away from the head. <laughs> yeah. like there was two jets of air.
2: Yeah. I like, out. ideally, I like my sneezes. I like to handle my sneezes like I said a sort of Victorian heroine called Ernestina. Mm. Okay. That's what I'm aiming for. Wow. very well, well, you've nailed
3: it. You've nailed it. That
1: was okay. that was the most elegant, quiet, <laughs> gentle sneeze. Mm. What, it makes me wonder why we sneeze at all, if it can be handled
3: like that. <laughs> I like to proper man sle- sneeze. I do a proper... If I feel it, like I'll go with
1: it. I'm worried about... if Freud, what would you have meant of, I like man Sneeze. Slee? I did say <laughs> yeah,
3: sleaze, yeah, exactly. didn't I? Slip with a chong. Um... Yeah, no, I'll do a proper... You!
1: Yeah, my dad used to do that with yeah. no hands behind the back, my dad. <laughs>
3: oh, oh, wow. Yeah,
1: you could surf. To, to make you. it
3: more aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah, it <Wow>. was uh,
1: <laughs> mm. Um. <laughs> I used to do my first routine I ever did on telly was about sneezing. Was it?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's. A, I'm really grateful, mm. but... I don't know. It does come to something when the nicest compliment you received all year <laughs> is your lovely, delicate sneeze. <laughs> I like the way you sneezed.
1: <laughs> it was elegant. There's no other word for it.
2: <laughs> Frank Skinner
0: on Absolute Radio. Oh,
2: yes,
1: we were, talking, uh, we were talking. We never got to the end of that text, did we? What,
2: 937? Yeah. Hi, Frank and girls. When working in a bank in the 80s, there was a horrible lady called Cecilia who wore three, that's in caps, that mm. three, rubber thimbles. Sure. She had a pink rinse. That's Paul from Peckham. Oh, three rubber thimbles.
3: She'd like the Edward Scissorhands of the banking. Yeah. Do you think she was shaking
1: his confidence daily? Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Oh,
2: yeah, don't call me daily. Uh, oh, I don't hear that joke very often these no, days. No, well done, bringing Airpl- that one. Knocking the dust off that one. Old Airplane Archives.
1: Is is there more outside world? There is. Because I've got some. Uh, I've got some. Oh, go on, give no, us another.
2: On. No.
1: I've got some something I've noticed this last uh, few weeks. Mm. Is I live in London, mm. a large conurbation <laughs> in the southeast of England. And occasionally, I don't know why it happens, but we get seagulls locally, even though the sea is, what, 50 miles more? Yeah. 50 miles away, so. 60. So, of late, we've had a sort of flying ant day equivalent (laughs) with seagulls. (laughs) And loads, lots... Now, I thought this is boom time for seagulls at the seaside, because... Mm -hmm. It's hot. People go. And um, they do that best thing ever of throwing a chip into the air and a seagull takes it out just out of the sky. Fantastic. Um, I could do that for, I would say, between eight and ten hours. Really? Just
3: lobbing (laughs) chips at seagulls? Just
1: generally animals catching things. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's the best thing ever. I mean, obviously dog frisbee. But my yeah. dog will um, not catch a tennis ball if you throw it, but if you throw it and it bounces, he'll just pluck it out of the air on the first bounce. It's got a tennis approach to yeah, it. Yeah, nice. Animals, if, if what any good examples you've seen of animals catching 8, 12, 15, it makes me happy. But anyway, the local ducks, <laughs> they run a bit of a closed shop at the pond. and uh, old do they? Yeah, and I think they're quite resentful now if, you, if anyone comes and, Gives bread, which I know you're not supposed to do. Mm. Seagulls are in, and I just wondered as we've got someone here from the, sea the seaside.
3: Seaside, <laughs> seaside. You make it sound like I've turned <laughs> up dressed like a sailor, which I, which I have, which I have. You know my well, way. Well,
1: you should have a kiss me, quick, huh? <laughs> yeah, I <should>. a, arrive <laughs> yeah. on a donkey. Yeah,
2: nice <laughs> pair of flares. Yeah.
1: What? Why? Why? If anyone, by the way, is listening to this, who knows about um, birds and mm. bird behaviour. Why do they come in if they're seagulls? It's a, it's a weekend break. Can Frank.
2: you not tell Can you not give a call to Arms and say, anyone who knows about birds, text in? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, oh, I don't want to do that. Don't undesirable. I don't want to get a uh, text in from the <laughs> likely lads <laughs> <laughs> James Bowman and Rodney Bewes. <laughs> We were discussing, I think, that the fact that seagulls have come into Mm. London when they've got. Yeah, Yeah. they're absolutely made for the seaside, hence Mm. their name. Mm. And then they come um, scratching around our patch.
3: Mm. I think it's because there's a lot of competition by the sea with seagulls there's a lot of them i can i'm reporting back from the coast i can but, but we tell don't you, get we don't get any donkey rides though no you don't get the good bits you just get the seagulls mm. we, it's a big problem what's happened right i'm not sure about the sort of growth spurt of a seagull but we seem to be in the teenage years of seagulls at the minute there oh. so we've got the fledgling seagulls mm. in brighton and they're a bit of an issue
0: because okay. they can't walk
3: properly or fly properly, so they're just like little winged drunk gentlemen walking all around <laughs> Brighton seafront. We had one in our back garden the other day. How dare they! I know. You know I, 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 I looked through the window and I was like, "Oh no, it's a seagull." In there. One that couldn't fly. I don't know. But how in, Bright- got in, in there. Brighton,
1: I would have thought that was something that was not a shock no
3: no it's always a bit of an issue because they can't really fly. okay so we, and I couldn't get it out the garden right But I've got a gate handily that leads to next door's garden. Oh, I see. So a little bit like throwing a ball back over a wall, I gifted them a seagull. (laughs) And did Did you shout
1: as you did it, as they used to shout (laughs) to us when I was a kid, and if it comes over here again, I'll put a
0: knife through it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we gifted them a seagull because I couldn't look at it because it had a really weird face (laughs) and, like, (laughs) properly tufty hair on top and it was just freaking me out and it started to tap on my study window and I was like, I can't Did look at this Yeah, It was tapping and looking at me and it felt very Hitchcock. Um, <laughs> so Ooh. I was like, well, that's going to have to go. So I didn't touch it because you're not supposed to touch them. Didn't touch it, but I just simply opened... not supposed to touch don't them. Don't touch them. No, let no,
2: me no, sure. no, 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 There's, not- I think they're... Um, I think they're... Possibly because they... Um, they're not the cleanest. They're not the cleanest. We're Aren't not they?
3: we're not yeah, and then the mothers won't come back to them if you've touched them. It's oh, all I googled, yes, I did I, a lot of googling.
1: I've heard women have told me that before. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's not taken back. Yeah. So we gifted the neighbours a seagull. Okay. And you then s- an hour later they gift they regifted. Did they? Yeah.
2: Oh, it's gone <laughs> it's a bit. It's like They're living re-gifted. in a walking <laughs> bath
1: for the seagull.
3: <laughs> yeah, they regifted it. Where is it now? Well um, okay. So, if we, anything bad we happened, suggested I wouldn't it move- admit it on air. If <laughs> no, you, If you put a spade through it. No, no, we didn't do that. No, <laughs> okay. no. No, no. We just suggested to it that it moved out the front area of the property um, by sort of corralling it, and now it's gone. Oh mm. my um,
1: I, I feel we've only got a section of that story.
3: <laughs> you I corralled
1: know. a seagull, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah.
3: But this links in beautifully to a story in the in the news recently about a seagull in Devon that has been shoplifting,
1: which is just oh, lovely. Oh, yes, the shoplifting seagull. Oh, the yeah. criminal
3: mastermind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been going into a local Tesco store and it's been caught on camera stealing mini cheddars. <laughs> well, they gave they gave him a the name, of course they yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Stephen Seagull.
1: I wish they hadn't done that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, I do as well because it's not quite appropriate because I felt he was more the planner. You know, he was. there was something very... I was impressed by him. Mm. He wasn't a sort of brawling ruffian.
1: No, but Stephen... I mean, that makes me think that they didn't really want to be at the meeting about the name for it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They were all in a rush, and someone said Stephen Seeger, and I said, yeah, that'll do. (laughs) And that's. uh, I'm not happy with that. Um, But uh, we'll come up with other suggestions maybe later. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
2: Dilingual has got in touch with us. Dilingual, yeah. Oh, li- You're yeah, liking the sound already. Nice friend for you, Frank. Mm-hmm. Hashtag seagulls <laughs> don't know their name, so they aren't bothered if they're by the sea. Like, which is a good point, Dilingual. Mm. Like mm. crows, they are very good generalists. Okay. No special skills, but very versatile, so can play anywhere, including ponds. The hashtag Phil Neville of ornithology, if you like. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, Zoe's just giving us some seagull info, which. Um, um, oh, I, I, I don't I, like I, I, I know I'll avoid the the mm. most horrible story, <laughs> but, but a, a seagull taking from your barbecue.
3: Yeah, lit barbecue. Uh, was it a lamb chop? A lamb chop. I mean, it show's genuine endeavour. It landed, it landed. It must have been going, like... she <laughs> <it> was going, <laughs> Yeah, exactly, I mean, cause it. was Standing a lit barbecue, it. so it was like... <laughs> <laughs> but still managed to land there long enough to sort of peruse what was available they, on the they grill. Thought they thought it the was chop. like a holistic
2: retreat mm. on the hot coals. <laughs> yes. They, they thought they'd come out a cleansed new individual. Well, it's mm. a bit
1: like Colonel Tom Parker's Dancing Chickens. You know, Elvis's manager. Is it? Elvis's manager, when he was a carny, mm. used to have a hot plate, which he covered with a thin layer of sawdust. He, he'd play music and then he would put chickens on it. And because the, the audience couldn't see the hot plate, he sold them as these, Colonel Tom Parker's dancing chickens because their, their feet were getting hot. Wow. Clever.
2: We've got another... I know we're cruel, talking about... Cruel. <laughs> oh, I forgot that. Clever Sorry, I forgot the, <laughs> other, <laughs> the other adjective.
1: Bit, yeah, yeah. Uh, Very just, cruel. Let, me, let me change the order of those. Cruel. Clever. Mm-hmm. OK.
2: We were, I know we're talking about seagulls, but just briefly, I'd like to share this because we were talking in generally about... Uh, I think you were talking about how the seagulls... There seems some sort of almost intent, as if they kind of know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and taking pleasure in stealing and the food theft. And uh, La Chica Erlandesca has got in touch with us, one of our regulars, actually. Okay. I was at Cape Point in South Africa, and after we'd had a walk around, we bought an ice cream from an ice cream van in the car park. As we walked to the car, a baboon ran up behind my friend, (laughs) pushed her on the bottom, so she fell on a car bonnet, and as she was falling, she screamed and threw her ice cream in the air. The baboon caught it with ease, wow. and then sat cross-legged. <laughs> it's the cross-legged <laughs> yeah, which that's, right? yeah. Yeah, that's in the-, the car park, <laughs> holding the cone <laughs> like a human. And licking the ice cream happily with its horrible little tongue, showing <laughs> no remorse whatsoever. That,
1: but this is where respect. you have to admire mm, these respect, The push and catch.
3: Push and catch, cross-legged, the, yogic move.
1: Yeah, and as for the horrible little
2: tongue, yeah. <laughs> all these things are all subjective, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've got a name suggestion to improve. I love our readers. Suddenly, mm. I just got filled with a sense of love for our readers. I tell you what, if I, if there was a pub
1: where it, people like our readers just drank every night, oh. I might start drinking again. <laughs> it's
2: I just, just love bright, the people who clever, to our
1: inventive, show. interesting They people. just,
2: you know, they think out the box. And a banana. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. a lovely regular. Name suggestion for the seagull. We didn't even ask for this. You mm, know, yeah. if you just come up with this, Rude Gullet. Oh, it's a great Very start. Good. Very clever. I intentionally mispronounced it. I hope you understand.
1: No, I know. Mm. Uh, but, but I, no, it's good. I, see, I, um, in the 80s, if this had been a story, I think it would have been called Jonathan Livingston Siegel. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Jonathan exactly. Livingston was so <laughs> massive. Yeah, it was. Such a massive. Um, in All fact, right. there's a thing about Jonathan, I'll, I'll, I'll do it after this, but um, something that <laughs> sticks in my memory about the <laughs> album.
0: Frank Skinner. Frank
1: Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, yes, the in the uh, 80s, the Jonathan <laughs> Livingston Seagull movie originally, it was one of these, it was uh, spiritual. hmm you know, and spiritual is people have religious feelings but don't want to get up on a Sunday morning.
0: Yes, <laughs>
1: and they like a Buddha head in the garden, mm-hmm. and that'll do it. So it was a bit of that, and it was Neil Diamond who did the album. Oh no. Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Obviously, I've got, I've got a bit of beef with Neil Diamond. <laughs> Have you? He's, well, is... my, he's another
3: one of my secret crushes. Oh, oh, oh so it's, a, a, it's yeah, it's a bit awkward. It's a rival football a rival song. Thing. You I know see him. No,
2: sweet Caroline. Oh no, like, you see, oh, I so see him.
3: Sorry. Uh, I'm absolutely more, walked into that one. I'm so. I, it's I more, apologize. Apologize. more
1: of a more of a cuckoo than a seagull, but <laughs> he's got into the football song nest built by others.
3: <laughs> yes, apologies. And he's after our eggs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But on the cover, a mate of mine was obsessed with, he had the book and all that stuff, and he had the album. And on the cover, it's Neil Diamond on the beach, and he does that thing that men do when they're trying to say, I'm a bit spiritual.
2: Oh, yeah, Pollen
1: it. <laughs> In their uh, <laughs> suit, linen suit. It's just the other side of Frankenstein monster. <laughs> linen suit, but bare feet. Yeah bare (laughs) feet and it's either i'm spiritual or i'm the older guy who knows a lot about life in the emmanuel
2: Mm. films oh yeah and
1: he sits there (laughs) it's it it, on the it is one of those albums where even he even Xander armstrong wouldn't have used it for an (laughs) album cover (laughs) i go that even he would have said uh, steady (laughs) off
3: So but are you going on uh, to Scarborough? <laughs> I love that. One foot up on the log and in a wax jacket. Oh yeah, exactly. He's another one of my weird crushes. Who? <laughs> Sander. No, I love Sander,
1: but the album.
3: Come on. <laughs>
1: the album. Golden brown, <laughs> texture like wine. And as he said on the interview, Strangler's light, it ain't. Oh, bless him. So, yeah, it's oh, very, dear. it's very that. Um, and uh, in, so if this had happened in the, the 80s... It's
2: a was absent. <laughs> Faye! You know what I like? Faye, posh Faye, really enjoyed that bit of material. Oh, OK, nice.
1: <laughs> I, um, We haven't really gone into details about no. this, have we? It's a, a man owns a shop
3: in... Where was it again? It's in Devon. Devon. In Devon. It's, a, it's, a, it's a small Tesco.
2: Again, not a seagull area, but as has been... Oh, De- Devon, it, yeah. Devon. Yeah, oh, I it's by think,
1: the sea. I think you're fine. Yeah, I know,
2: but it's a different kind of sea. I, <laughs> <What>? I see. <laughs> look, I see them as more sort of. They like the more heavily branded. They're quite obvious. Urban, like, urban seaside. They like the more heavily branded seaside town. Hmm. You know, they yes. go for your peers. They're not going to go lime Regis.
1: Mm. No, I think there's a more, like on the South Coast, there's a more um, artistic seagull community at St. <laughs> yeah, Ives.
3: Yeah. They're handcrafting.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You can get cardigans knitted by local seagulls <laughs> who donated and They're very bohemian. There's a lot that. of
1: stuff, a lot of dodgy stuff going on between yeah. the seagulls. Yeah. yeah. Whereas
3: yeah. where I live in Brighton, I've actually seen a seagull pull his head out of a bin with a tin of beans on it, but the, the lid's still been attached so it looks like a baseball cap that's the sort of seagull that's why well,
2: that's
1: yeah. you've got the best seagull anecdotes
2: but also Zoe that's why your dog can handle himself as you've pointed out to me mm. before he, know, he can take care of himself he DC. knows how to
3: handle himself <laughs> he, d- he was once pooped on by a seagull
2: I bet they didn't do <laughs> take well to that really took him by surprise
3: I to was, be honest I was with
1: a friend at um, I think it might have been Western Super Mayor And he took, we had fish and chips and he was saying, oh, I'm desperate for this. And he got the, and it was a lovely seaside fish and chip and a massive, what looked like a mayonnaise (laughs) topping suddenly appeared on it. And it was the secret. And he did the brilliant thing of removing the bits he could see it on and eating the rest. We were, there were poor, poor times.
2: We were talking about the criminal mastermind. Mm. Yes. Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Christening him. This Seagull who became something of a notorious figure in a Devon. uh, Tesco. We're allowed to say Tesco, aren't we? Yeah. I I just think so. Okay, good. The producer's nodding. Always a good sign. Doesn't happen that often. Um, And. What I liked about the the seagull is what he chose to steal. I'm saying he mm. could, could be have a been lady. lady. Could have been lady. Could have been a lady. It was. It was quite. Uh, uh, what I'm going to say is it was. It, it was quite a 70s seagull, <laughs> right? <laughs> because he went for uh, a lot of cheesy crisps. He was very specific in his choice his diet was quite 70s it was crisps he went for i believe it was largely oh. a crisps yeah it was, it was certainly yeah. snack
1: certainly No, he snack stole based.
2: monster munch and tangy cheese doritos yeah and
1: mini cheddars mini cheddars so
2: mini he, cheddars yeah. it doesn't get more what else do you still terry's all gold it's, bit it's
1: a bit of a slob <laughs> isn't he, as well. no vegetables taken at no. all no straight for the crisps <laughs>
3: <laughs> I bet he that likes what's as, well. as well. Well, what's it will probably be in his uh, his dietary favourites as well he's be- he's essentially a 1970s footballer yeah, yeah
1: I, th- I think it might be you know when they have those um, I remember in Brighton once they had a film screen on the beach yeah yeah. So yeah. maybe it's that kind of thing and he's just getting his <laughs> snacks he's just
3: getting together. the order I'm going down Tesco and if you want anything <laughs>
2: Trev what do you want Doritos.
3: alright right, you
1: love them but they've got a lot of CCTV of this uh, yeah. this creature he,
2: he, he keeps being caught on CCTV but what I again what I I sort of warmed to the seagull community after Mm -hmm. this I wasn't previously a fan there was he was quite decisive and sort of there was an elegance about him
1: it looks yeah. like he decided what he was going to steal, didn't it, before he went yeah. in? Like no, so, like so <laughs> I don't think he had any previous. He wasn't tagged like so many wild birds.
3: I don't think he had any previous.
1: I think he might have just been in reduced circumstances yeah. and be forced into this. I
3: think if he'd been better equipped as well, he might have paid, you know, because he's clearly a regular, but he doesn't have pockets. So, you know, it's hard. Or maybe he's to... on
2: the run. They might have sprung him from the scrubs or something. Yeah. Oh, you anyway, know. it's it's
1: it's a beautiful story in many ways. Normally, shoplifting, you know, you'd think, oh, really?
2: We have so many beautiful seagull stories. Oh, okay. For example, uh, Bulletproof, nineteen seventy nine. Again, one of our regulars. On holiday in Marseille, we were greeted by the sight of what seemed to be. Local striding down the street with a seagull in what can only be described as a headlock. Mm-hmm. He was being chased by an American tourist in a safari suit. Oh, I love okay. everything who was, about that sentence I love. <laughs> who was screaming, Gendarme! Gendarmerie! OK. Bulletproof continues, to little response other than bemusement from the crowd. They disappear into the distance. An hour or two later, we saw the seagull guy, I presume this is the headlock guy, coming out of a cafe and dusting off feathers from his clothes. Oh, dear. No sign of the American, no satisfactory explanation has ever been arrived at.
1: (laughs) So you think he's... The seagull belonged to the American.
2: I, I, I don't. I mean, it was a bit strange. She was screaming, Gendarmerie, gendarme."
1: I like it. That's what I mean. That's someone who doesn't have much French. Yes. It's just,
3: I hope know, know police. Facing it it's on
2: just, having watched Beaujet. Yeah, yeah it's a
1: crime, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just shout the name of the police. I'm not quite sure the difference between Gendarme <laughs> and Gendarmerie, but I'll go for both. <laughs>
2: That was like once I was on holiday uh, with my sister in Mexico, and there was a, it was very sweet. There was a lady on a, we were going on a a tour, you know, Mm. to see some ruins. They've got some lovely ruins in Mexico. Mm. And (laughs) the lady was trying to describe in the nicest possible way, it was very sweet to the tour guide Mm. that her her husband was a larger gentleman, Mm. and she was trying to convey this. And she sort of did it in a, what I thought was a rather brilliant way. She said, excuse me, we have an hombre grande <laughs> <us>. <laughs> ombre grande with us.
0: Ombre grande. That's
2: fab. Very dignified, I like it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that could be the new word, it's <laughs> OK to say.
2: hombre grande. Yeah, because yeah. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Skinner on. On Absolute Radio. Mm-hmm. Some of these goals, honestly... What our readers have been saying about these goals. Let's hear it well
1: goals 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 all right you're gonna sing it like that on the night
2: (laughs) you know when you said that you sounded like uh agent x20 from stingray one of his henchmen no it's one of titan's henchmen i can't believe
1: that you know Last (laughs) last week i explained to emily i don't know if you remember Zoe. who X two zero, yes. is Titan, sort of uh, secret and agent. And then you
3: filled me in with some imagery afterwards. Yes. Right? Uh, yeah, so yeah.
1: Emily's been sending me. She's got into X two zero. So ah. this was in the um, the Jerry uh, Anderson, Jerry and Sylvia Anderson series, yeah. Um, Stingray. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And Titan was the bad guy and the sort of. Sea Lord.
3: <laughs> Lord.
1: And one of his I am uh, the Lord of the Sea. One of his surface agents was X two Zero. A green man with the voice of Peter Laurie, the uh the old Hollywood actor.
2: Yes, familiar. And do you know, I've got rather obsessed.
3: Hmm. What is it about it that you um pull up a chair, gather right. around the
2: fireside? It's absolutely brilliant, Frank. I think I might have found my very own Doctor Who. Oh. I started oh. watching these videos. I couldn't get out. I went down a stingray hole. Mm. I mean, X two O. The thing is about zero. Oh, uh, X two zero. I do apologise. <laughs> I felt like he was people get ring angry his... when
1: they, you mispronounce <laughs> your surname. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just a few things about it. I'll try and keep it brief for people who aren't fans of X20. I mean, what are you doing listening to this? You, if so, he to be fair to him, I feel he gets a rather bad press. I think he's I felt he was quite a sympathetic character, quite sensitive. Yeah, he plays classical music, he's stuck on his own in this lair, and Titan is the real villain. He's the tyrant. Oh, I'm going to have to watch this now, aren't I? Yeah, this but is what's this is this here. is a,
1: this is a bit just following orders. The fact <laughs> is, he's a thorn in the side of the World Aquanaut Security Patrol.
3: Right. Okay. Constantly
1: okay. working with the Aquaphibians <laughs> who it would be hard for them to pretend to be human beings on Earth because they really do look like... A bit fishy. Of, yeah. Well, and the they women... talk like this. Yes. Well, you well, know, sometimes wear... you're on the phone yeah, and, get... and, and it goes like that. Awesome. And I'll say to people, you sound like an aquafibian. They have no idea what I'm talking about. OK.
2: <laughs> but but he's, he reduces himself constantly and it really upsets me because when he addresses Titan, there's a strange sort of screen which goes up. Yeah. Yeah. and Titans from the sea and I, I really feel for him because he says things like masterful scheme your excellency <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: and Titan will say don't ask me questions you fool There's obviously some Brian blessed friend of my parents <laughs> actor playing Titan saying do you know I could have played Hamlet <laughs> um, but I found his character rather sympathetic and I must say you know those characters do how they speak again the how the Aquaphibians Yeah. (laughs) What's odd is that Titan is underwater, and yet he's got very ornate robes. He's very well clothed Mm. for an underwater king. Mm. Mm. These guys, naked. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that their pun? Does that denote their lower status? They can't wear pants. You know,
1: it's just they can't wear pants. It's a slight exaggeration (laughs) of the class divide. there. It's the difference between satin and nothing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it could, could be a
1: description of, you know, but our, our class works.
3: Wearing satin and satin nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I want you to watch
2: this. I'm, I'm going, going to, to, have to you. Now I'm going to have to. I've listened and to all this. other ladies out there, I wouldn't Frank, you you know, I see you as very much on our side. I wouldn't describe it as a feminist piece of work. <laughs> oh, no. There is one point there are two women in it. One is unable to speak via yes. <laughs> aquamarie marina. The other I think she had one line in the whole episode I saw. Well, oh,
1: Atlanta Shaw.
2: <laughs> well, she was addressed directly only once by one of the men, and that was to say, "Honey, can you give me a coffee?"
1: Yeah, well, she's she's the daughter of Commander Shaw, who's the boss of the whole thing.
3: Oh, but I'm she's if also... I also like i this. I'll <laughs> never understand anything either of you two.
2: She's in love or again,
1: in love with the main character. Who's in love with uh, Marina, the, uh, the mute, the mute seagull. Are you to
2: Troy Tempest? Pardon? Are you referring to Troy Tempest?
1: Yes. Oh. Troy Tempest, do <laughs> I remember an interview in TV21 comic, Sylvia Anderson said she'd based him on James Garner, who she was a big fan of. Oh. And you can absolutely see it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: Now, uh, Zoe, Zoe mm-hmm. Lyons is on the show today. I love Zoe Lyons, but she did say something today for the first time, I thought... I don't like her as much as I thought I did. And what she said was, I'm a really good parker, talking oh, about cars. yes. And you know, parking has been a, a skill I've never really acquired. Oh, yeah. I'm... I, she you know casually what? said it with a... Devil may care.
3: <laughs> Do you know, I have parked in... Spe- I've, I've broken physics with my parking. Like, mm. I've managed to get my car into a space that's smaller than the car.
1: I'm liking you less
3: and less. And uh, I've been so proud of my achievement. I've gone into my flat and woken my wife up at, like, 1.30 in the morning <laughs> just to go, darling, I just... <laughs> I've just done the most incredible <laughs> bit of parking.
1: Yes, well I haven't done that.
3: <laughs> I'm so proud of it. I'm so good at it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and what happens? I when I walk past somebody who can't park, I have to. I really, really have to fight the urge, and it's properly like in like it's on for me to go. Do you want me to do that for you? Because I can't watch this anymore. Life's too short. Oh, um, I've well, seen that people- is me.
1: I was that soldier. <sighs>
3: Can't you parallel park? I
1: can't, know. Why not? I don't know why. I just can't. <laughs> I, you're, you're I've, got a, I've, I've got a video th- screen on my new car that mm. has a picture of what's behind me mm. with two, like a red box and a square box crossing mm. over and apparently if you know what that's telling you, mm-hmm. you really can park well. <laughs> Sarah told me a horror story. Sarah, the producer, that she's now got a car with no beeps.
2: But then I mean, yeah, that's what I love. What I-, I
1: would have to just leave that in the middle of the road. Well, that's
2: what bumpers
3: <laughs> are for. I think you can gentle nudge. You can gentle nudge when you're parking.
2: No. that's fine. Zoe, what I can I just say tremendous respect for Sarah? Though I mean tremendous respect anyway. But this, this is quality. She said, "Oh, I looked into." G-. She didn't say, "Oh." <laughs> she's mad She said, "I looked into." getting a beeper fitted in the Mm. car and then what did you discover Sarah costs too expensive Too expensive. 200 quid
1: I think what did you say (laughs) several thousand was it two grand
3: you'd almost be cheaper to just to drive around with somebody in the back seat (laughs) just to pay them go, go on go on a few
2: minutes more you got it stop there that's it what, be, what beep, I, beep, I really beep. need I mean, is, people marry for less.
1: Yeah. What I need is some sort of uh, cat's whiskers on both sides of the car. You know they say they judge distance yeah. when they go through a. I
3: have a theory. All, it's can
1: I, I just say this? About the beeping, though, right. this is what annoys me. Mm. Yeah. Is if you have a car that doesn't beep and you park correctly without the beeps, no one knows. You don't get any applause from passers-by because they assume you've got the beeps, like I'm, everyone else.
3: I'll on. make something of it. I do. Don't you have with I'll sensors? I'll walk around the car. <laughs> don't you find those? I will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will. I will just part that. I know, look at it. Take it in. Drink it oh, in with your eyes. man. I find with the sensors, they're so neurotic, my sensors. Mm. Who knew, eh? And <laughs> if I approach any sort of bollard, if there are pedestrians cross... Mm. do do do, do, do. Mm. This is the problem.
3: I've I've learned to override my senses. My front my front beepers are just like you say a bit over anxious. And I know (laughs) I've noticed that. Uh, I thought it was a cold. (laughs) Please. For pity's sake. I'm terribly sorry, but I'm terribly I mean, childish, I love it. Don't um, leave me in. No, but me, uh, my, yes, but my front my front bump papers are oversensitive <laughs> and I've learned to overwrite them. Okay. But I well. know best. I know I know exactly how much room I've got. Yeah. Well mm, yeah. that's wow.
1: because you are a really good parker, apparently. <laughs> Zoe lions. <laughs> Uh, yeah I uh, I find it a mysterious mysterious an thing.
2: Odd. I almost wish it was an Olympic sport. Yeah. <laughs> I can sort of see that. Yeah, I'd find it more entertaining than some of these things.
3: Like and you have an extreme version where you handbrake into a space. I'd love to be able to do that. In
1: fact, that's I one of my life um, goals. I watched a guy I, I was at um, a sort of a tourist spot, you know you've got a tourist spot car park mm. there was a very horrible man in a car <laughs> who said, oh look at that and someone had parked slightly across the line of a thing mm. and he said, "Ah," oh. and he got in the <laughs> and he started doing that thing when you put your right hand on the steering wheel and your left hand's old in the chair because you're looking oh, yeah. and the, the right hand goes round frantically and he, and he just went into this space really mm. fast, I mean oh. I was in awe. I thought, okay, you're a very stupid man, but you can. You have a skill that I will never, ever even approach. So we've all got something in our quivers.
0: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: Well, we've had a number of our wonderful readers getting in touch about all sorts of things, but there's a lot of uh, seagull activity. Mm, mm. We've had um a message in from Shell, as in me, Shell, my Bell. Okay. It's not a seagull, but a pelican. What? I'm gonna take pelicans. How can I put this to the group? Okay. Yeah, okay. Whilst visiting my husband's family in Adelaide, in Brackets, Australia
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Shell Shell, you underestimate <laughs>
1: us. <laughs> Maybe there's another Adelaide somewhere. I've never heard of one, but it's possible.
2: Yeah, it might well be. A pelican ran me, as I was... I like the expression ran me, Mm. as I was feeding the ducks cake. I threw the bag of cake at the pelican shouting, have it,
0: <laughs> whilst my husband some- <laughs> almost went to the bathroom
2: laughing. I love the idea of have it if you're watching. I like
1: on, he almost went to the bathroom well, laughing. <laughs> Beautiful.
2: I have actually added that. Oh, you've... T- if you know oh, sorry. What I mean. It was a bit rude. Well I did done. a bit of work. Of course, yeah. it
1: was so you. Yeah.
2: Um, but I love the idea of the pelican at being, having that shouted at them. Mm. It's almost like the beginnings of a messy divorce. Yeah. yeah. Go on, have it then. Take, Take it. it. Take everything it. you want. <laughs> that makes you feel happy. <laughs> We've had
3: a lot of um, readers um, writing in to, t- to tell us that they're not seagulls. They're not? No, they're just gulls. And that's oh, where the confusion is, is lying. Yes. So you're asking why there are seagulls in London and th- the reason is because they're not seagulls, they're so there, just
1: gulls. So there is no bird called a seagull? Nope. Wow. Honestly. the One of the few facts you think you have that's solid, you could it's hold a on gull. to.
3: Yeah. Yep.
2: Wow. Listen to this. <sighs> Listen to this from Paul Burke. <laughs>
1: Hold on a minute. Okay. Broken. Oh, just give me a, ma- just yeah. give me a little <laughs> You're just going to
2: have to let it go now,
1: Frank. I'm going to put my thimble on.
2: <laughs> you just going to put your thimble on. <laughs> <laughs> Not I'll there. Just, I don't know where you're. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Zoe. You two. Yeah. <laughs> is bad as bad uh-huh. I feel like I'm on, honestly. I'm going to get
1: you a couple for your front bumpers. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> your front beepers, wasn't it? <laughs> That's all
2: we've got time for tonight. <laughs> New Faces 1978. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Zoe Lyons <laughs> and Frank Skinner. Two talented young performers who I'm sure you can agree will be seeing a great deal of on our screens. Paul Burke. Oh, yeah. My mate left his wallet on one of the tables outside a pub. Later that evening, we were walking along the beach. My friend was depressed, thinking his wallet was long gone. A seagull, a gull, I Mm. apologise, then dropped the wallet down from above... And it landed right in front of us, wow. with all the contents inside. What I like about this is <laughs> surprised <laughs> at all the contents. If it inside. would have gone on some sort of crime <laughs> rifle for yeah.
1: it. And it saw on the uh, on its card that it had spent eight hundred quid in Tesco's <laughs> <Yeah>. on snacks.
2: <laughs> Sports <laughs> Direct.
3: I've had a starfish drop on my head before, dropped by a seagull. Wow. No. Yeah. Wow, yeah. hey.
2: you yeah. just casually dropped that
3: in. It? Yeah, well, I it did. It I sounds it like did. a
1: Michael Gorbachev, uh. <laughs> Anecdote. Because
3: <laughs> they pick yeah, him up the beach. <laughs> pick them oh, yeah. off the beach. I've had a mussel shell drop on my head. Have you? Yeah. What else have you? Had? I mean, who is... was it? Um, who is the Greek
1: um, playwright who died because uh, a, an eagle dropped a, oh, yes. um, that was a? terrible incident. Dropped a turtle on his yeah. head. I don't know. Is this no. a
3: recent? Have I missed this in the news?
1: <laughs> no, no, this was, uh, <laughs> no, this is this <laughs> is ancient Greek no, news. No, oh, okay,
2: okay. okay. So, so, a turtle. Sorry, Frank's a bit slow to the party. <laughs> yeah. 3 a.m. hot you news. Know,
1: an eagle dropped a turtle on his head. Um, apparently, eagles. Now, this is. Um, I don't know if it still happens, but in ancient Greece, they would drop turtles on eggs mm. to break them, so they could. Um, so they would pick a turtle up, drop it on the egg, mm. eat the eggs, and he was bald. And so they thought he was a the big massive egg. egg. That's the theory. You see that. Oh, That's I why don't I don't keep know. my
2: hat on. Well also in those days.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they've got the Eagles motivation from in this story. <laughs> <laughs> you won't really get Zoe's joke unless you know Zoe quite well. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Absolute radio.
2: We've got some further seagull correspondence. Goal. Oh, goals, got to it, drop the scene If you now. don't mind, I'm now going to get
3: quite panicky about this. <laughs> no, I think that's Now fair that enough. I know,
2: it's gull. Thank you, Emily. Um, <laughs> <laughs> imagine if I was the kind of person. Well, I've been told. <laughs> Turns out I am. <laughs> At another brick mm. has got in touch with us. I once watched as seagulls chased after a girl with an ice cream. She ran, laughed, screamed. Until they finally brought her down. Wow. <laughs> Took the ice cream. The family were hysterical. If they chase you, just give it up. No one should have to live through that shame. <laughs>
1: In other words, the approach that they're suggesting is avid.
3: it. Uh, how do you,
2: how, how shell, does a seagull bring you down? What I like as well is that Shell... There
1: must have been more than one.
2: Shell who sent in the avid. Yeah. I can imagine And we shell. call
1: her Shell, remember, not Seashell.
3: <laughs> yeah, she's not a seashell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have it. Regards, Shell. Yeah. Fair enough, Shell. I love Shell. Tony Davidson has also been in touch. Someone I used to work with had a chicken carcass dropped on him by a seagull. Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> Henry VI type seagull. <laughs> <to figure. laughs> While he was ironically eating chicken, curry and chips after a rugby match and it knocked him out. Whoa. Oh! As Tony
3: points out revenge possibly. I'm going to I'm going to butt in there and say somebody didn't um butcher that carcass well enough. There shouldn't have been enough meat on that to knock a grown man out.
1: Maybe that the... I'm thinking
3: stock. I'm thinking thinking sandwiches for later. I'm thinking, no, that's... Somebody's done a poor job in the kitchen right there.
1: The goal might have taken it from a barbecue. This is true. And add its fill and then just dropped it like that. I mean, that one with the wallet... When it said um, they dropped the wallet, dropped right in front of them. I was really hoping that would end was dropped straight into his inside pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that that would have been the the anecdote of all time.
3: I've got a lovely one here from six seven five one. Yeah. Dear Frankie and the gang. I don't know how you feel about that, Frank. I'm all right with that. Okay. So I, I like used it. to go
1: on stage to uh, Frankie. Did you? you remem- yeah. Oh. Do you remember me? To
3: which you would say. No. No. And who was it Bolton? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Dear Frankie and the gang, we, we were playing Clact- Clacton on Sea Golf Club on Monday and toenails, one of my group, don't ask, chipped into the 17th A seagull speed walked across the green and picked the ball up with its beak. Oh, I okay. idea of a Seagull wow. speedwalk. Like, <laughs> I didn't fly. No, speedwalked. As it, as it took off, I shouted some of my favourite combination of insults, waving my hands, which caused it to swallow the ball mid flight. The ball seemed to get lodged in its throat. It fell to the ground. The ball popped out. The f- this the
0: can't gun... be. If this, if this is going in the hole.
3: The, the gun flew off. And our playing partner said, as quick as a flash, two shot penalty, that, mate. Oh, oh, nice. I, I
1: thought it would be a birdie.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh come on! Uh,
1: I like that response. <laughs> oh, it's like I just produced a rabbit out of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I'm really warming to the Goals, because they are. are you, why? They're because clever. They, you know they're they um, determined, adventurous, inventive,
2: sporty, quite yeah. clearly. Yeah. Bit yeah. of a git.
1: Yeah, got yeah. a bit of a git. And, yeah. uh, and I
2: quite like the bit of a gittishness about them. <laughs>
1: no, I, I, um, I've really they've won me over this morning. Really? The Goal community. <laughs> they're clever.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think. Do you know what, Frank? I'm slowly warming to them. I mean, I still do worry about. Uh, I don't think they're going to be happy bedfellows with my, my boy Ray. Because mm. no. he's too furry and he looks too irresistible to them. Well, birds will take a small dog. So I know. Right. I know. Yeah, that's. That, that's I met one a of the woman problems. in Alaska once who lost a
3: chihuahua to an eagle. <gasps> really?
2: Yeah. You've yeah. got
3: all the best stories. I don't know.
2: <laughs> you say best. I mean, no, frankly, I find that rather harrowing, and I doubt I'll sleep tonight. Sorry.
1: No, it's uh, when 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 my dog was a poppy, we were we went on holiday and were warned. I don't. By uh, is this a
2: horrible thing?
1: No, it never happened. Okay. But we just warned that that dogs just just under the white where they will take it. Oh my so god! So if you're not careful. Amazing.
2: That's why I put my Jack Russell in a weighted vest.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. We also had, I'm frantically trying to find it, but if I can't, I, I, don't, I just want to say attention must be paid. We had, when we asked people for their um, seagull stories, their favourite gull stories, one of our brilliant readers, and this again sums up why I love our readers, uh, texted in with The rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Thank you.
1: Yeah, it's an albatross, but never mind. Uh-huh.
2: I know, but you know, it's a bird-related story. Yeah, Come on. it is. It's
1: a good story.
2: It's okay. Um,
1: thank you, Zoe. It's always great to have you here because you're
2: a fabulous. good
1: Parker. Good Parker. <laughs> that I don't <laughs> want to dwell on. But um, and thank you all for listening this morning and for many fabulous contributions from our readers. You know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise. We'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out.